truth, uplifting, and positive news from a more progressive society. Tim, what are we trying to bring? <laughs> Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding the communities everywhere. We have a wonderful interview for you today. Can you start off by introducing yourself? Sure, yeah. Uh, my name is Julie Severance. I'm a third year music education major at the University of Oklahoma. Uh, I'm an instrumental uh, musician, so I play the oboe. Uh, when I graduate, I hope to do some, some teaching around the state. Sounds good. What is the oboe? Uh, so it's similar to... Oh, I already hit myself for, just for saying this, but it's kind of like a clarinet. I'm sure you know what a clarinet is, right? But the mouthpiece is a little bit different and the instrument is shorter. So um, if you've ever been to like a symphony concert and you the uh, orchestra like tunes, it's always the instrument that tunes everybody else. Nice. If you heard it, you probably recognize what it is. Nice. Yeah. How long did that take you to master? It is, the oboe and the French horn are considered like two of the hardest instruments that you could play. So it takes a really long time to get good at it. it takes, it's also one of the most expensive instruments to play just because all the equipment and the reeds and everything, it's just, it just takes a lot of time to kind of get used to it. But I've been playing since I was in the sixth grade. So, oh my gosh, it's going on like, like 10, 12 years or something. That's impressive. It's kind of crazy. I tried to teach myself how to play the guitar and that lasted about two months. It's, it, learning a new instrument can be kind of tricky, but it's always rewarding. It's dedication though, for mm -hmm. sure. So, Rumor is you're the first drum major at OU. The first female drum major. First female drum yeah, major, right. so I apologize. First right. female drum major. So uh, why do you think it's taking so long for somebody, like another woman to become a drum major? Right, so it's kind of funny how this whole process has gone. At first, I thought kind of one thing, and as the process has gone along, because I was drum major this past year, so this we were training for my second year as drum major. Um, but at first, I just kind of was like, oh, like it's just like never happened before. But as I've kind of gone through the process, I started to realize a little bit more. Well, it started out as a male role, and that's just kind of how people saw it. So people couldn't really see at first, like, oh, like a female in that role. It was just sort of people, what people were used to. And then over the years, I think more women started to be not just interested in it, but being able to see themselves in that role, and other people started to be able to see them in that role. Because um, it's actually voted in by the by the band. They choose who's going to be the drum major. It's, it's a very long process, but uh, as the years have gone, more women have started to audition, and then... When I auditioned and got the position, the final three were actually, it was me, one other girl, and then a guy. So odds were it was going to be a female candidate. And then awesome. this year again, when uh, when we had the audition, it was me, one other girl, and then a male candidate. So odds were in uh, the female favor again, which is kind of cool. I think it's, yeah, it's like, especially when you're coming out here uh, to Oklahoma. I'm originally from Virginia, so I grew up a little bit, the, the culture's a little bit different where I grew up. But so it was kind of cool to come out here and be a part of this kind of progressive thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So has anybody expressed, like any other woman expressed how you inspired them? They have. I actually, I wasn't, when I got the position, I didn't really expect a whole lot. I thought maybe like the OU Daily would contact me or I'd like, do my grandparents would call and like be excited for me and that right. kind of thing. But uh, I've had a couple of different high schoolers reach out to me. Like I had a sophomore drum major at a high school in Oklahoma reach out to me over Facebook and just say, hey, I'm not sure if you're going to reply to this, but I think that this is a really cool thing that you're doing and I want you to know that like I'm, I'm looking up to you. And, this is a this is a big deal to me, which is just kind of baffling to me because I never really thought of myself that way. Um, there's actually there's another girl. Uh, she's a trumpet player, and she's in middle school right now. And she reached out to me the other day. She's like, "Hey, I just learned how to task on the trumpet." And she sent me a video, and she's like, "Can you give me any tips on how I can play this a little bit better? Like, I, I, I'm going to be drum major one day, and I just like want anything that you have to offer as far as tips go." So it's cool, and 
when we did, uh, the spring game is coming up this this next month where it's just Sooners versus Sooners. But when I got to do it last year, it was my first real kind of drum major experience in front of the fans, in front of other, in front of the band in general. So um, I was up on the stand conducting tunes and then this family came up and they had like four little girls They were all under the age of six and they all were so excited. And they came up and took a picture with me and one of the girls looked at her mom and was like, hey mom, like, can I? Do I, like, could I be drum major? And she was like, yeah, it was just, oh, it was so, it just warmed my heart to yeah. be able to be a part of something like this. Man, that makes me feel good, just listening <laughs> to that. Oh. So what all does a drum major do? So there's a lot of different uh, responsibilities for the drum major. Uh, I think the, obviously there's the ones that everyone sees during the game. You do the pre-game uh, sequence, you do the kicks, and you do the strut, which is the thing that a lot of people see. You always see pictures of the, the pride drum major doing the strut down the field. Um, but so during the games, you're also responsible for keeping up morale and calling out tunes right when the whistle blows and making sure you cut off at the right time because the band can actually get in trouble and get fined if we go if we play too long or play in moments we're not supposed to. Uh, the drum major is also responsible for conducting the halftime show uh, and just kind of like conducting through the game as far as like making sure people understand what's going on. Like, hey, we're going down at this time. Uh, like this is happening now, like food's getting passed out, we're, we're passing back trash, so it's simple things like that. But then there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that I knew was going to happen, but is a little bit different than I anticipated it being as far as, we do a lot of community outreach with uh, with like pet bands, so we'll, we'll get a group of musicians and we'll do either in uniforms, whether that means like in our actual like marching band uniforms, or we'll, we'll all wear like matching polos and black slacks, and we'll go out to the community and we'll play at elementary schools, we'll play for different organizations, sometimes it's just campus things where we play for certain uh, colleges within the university, that kind of thing. Um, so I'm responsible for uh, getting people to volunteer, not getting people to volunteer, but organizing the people that volunteer for those events and making sure everybody has all the information that they need. Uh, we actually are doing a big event tomorrow, which has required a lot of different uh, organization on my part, I think, over this past week. We've kind of very last minute I had to put together three different bands throughout the day for tomorrow so it's been a lot of making phone calls and taking my own time and, and dedicating it towards uh, the organization to make sure that everything kind of goes smoothly but yeah so it's, it's a lot of being yeah, it's a lot it's, a lot, but it's mostly being a, being an ambassador for the for the organization and just representing the organization in the best way that you can um, even if that means maybe I don't get as much sleep as I thought I was going to or just like taking that extra time out of my day to make sure that like so, how many drum majors are women? My percentage, you think? Like overall, the universities? It's actually a little bit higher than I think some people would realize, especially that over this past year, the, a lot of the big 12 drum majors, I think half, maybe more than half, are, are females. And a lot of schools have more than one drum major. So, the OU is one of the few that only has one drum major and only has one twirler, which is kind of cool because you always say there's only one. But, um, so, I mean, the, this is the first time we've had a female drum major, so I think a lot of other schools, a lot of people were surprised at first, because I don't think people realized that there's never been a female drum major before. So a lot of people were kind of kind of shocked that like, oh my gosh, like this has never happened before. But I think across the country, it kind of depends on where you go, but a lot of schools ha have had female drum majors before, and a lot of uh, females, I think, are being able to see themselves in that role more frequently and are excited and ambitious to be a part of, a part of those kind of uh, leadership. Absolutely. Awesome. Here's the positive truth we like female empowerment. So. Good. I'm sitting on I like to empower my gender, so that's good. That's what's <laughs> <laughs> behind all of that. Great. Um, 
Can you tell us about the volunteer work you've done with the van, like the fresh stuff? Sure. So uh, I'm a part of Kappa Kappa Psi, which is the honorary uh, band fraternity. We also partner a lot with Tommy to Sigma, which is the honorary band uh, sorority. But basically the point is we serve the band uh, in ways that we can. So it's small things like helping organize and just kind of making sure everything goes smoothly on away games. Uh, helping unload things, helping load things, moving things around, just kind of like we're the go-to if the band needs something to, to get done with like a mass group of people. But uh, we also do lots of different kinds of outreach. Uh, we focus a lot on how we can help the community musically, so we try to send out groups uh, to play for elementary schools. We just did one, uh, I think like two or three weeks ago, where we had a group go out to an elementary school and play a couple of tunes, introduce ourselves, uh, help students realize you can keep doing music even if you're music major which is a big thing that a lot of people don't realize but so we had to do that and we got to have some of the students play on the on the instruments that we actually play on and have them kind of figure out oh this is what I might want to play and this is what I might be interested in uh, so these two organizations we do that a lot uh, we go out into different areas and play for them um, that's awesome too I've never heard of that yeah I mean yeah. Either, that's why I'm kind of like man you guys are like celebrities in all reality <laughs> these like small elementary kids I know if I was in elementary school I'd be like oh my gosh I want to be just like that right and it's kind of crazy when you go into this these kind of scenarios because I mean little kids if they're if, I mean if they're senior fans or even if they're not they get to see like band members that are get to go to these really big football games and are part of like oh we're having musicians come from OU to play for us and right. they're gonna get to play on their instruments so especially at these smaller schools like when you go you don't realize how big of a deal it is to them they're so excited to to see us perform it's very cool Awesome. Yeah. So awesome. So um, you did some uh, volunteer work specifically at, was it Wayne Elementary? Mm -hmm. And you donated backpacks following the Houston hurricane. Can you talk about that a little Right. Bit? So that was a Tabi to Sigma and Kappa Kappa Psi kind of initiative where we got a bunch of people together to, they got backpacks, they got different supplies. It was just kind of like bring whatever you can. We wanted to be able to help in any way that we can because I mean, this was a big deal. We had several people that had families that their houses were destroyed or had some kind of damage. Our twirler actually lives down in Houston, so she was a part of this whole thing as this was all going on. So she was a big part of this as well, which was kind of cool. This this sort of initiative to help out uh, different schools. But yeah, it was just kind of cool to see everybody come together and, and even the people that, I mean, weren't even from that area of Texas, but just knowing like that's, like they, they, they needed our help, they needed whatever we could do. And I think it was a small token of some just something that we knew was necessary for them. I mean, school supplies seems kind of small, but and it, it being able to change even like one student's day, I think that's a big deal. How many backpacks did you give out? I'm not sure. Uh, probably around like 50 or so. Somewhere, somewhere kind of around that area. It's awesome. Still, it's rewarding and it's inspiring yeah. for sure. What happened to Wayne Elementary? Uh, so Wayne Elementary, we actually had uh, our our uh, president actually had some contacts down there, so we knew some people personally down there. Knew uh, we were in contact with the teacher that was able to kind of say like, these are the things that we need right now. Like everyone, the community, everybody was really trying to help because this was a really big deal that happened. But because of the hurricane and all of the damage and everything that all these students were going through, uh, it was just really finding different people to help out in little ways that they could to make a bigger difference. Which is, it, to me, it just seems so cool. Because I mean, to be able to change one student's day, even if it's something so, so small, like, I mean, it didn't, like, personally didn't affect me. Like, I just kind of kept going about my day the way I did. But to stop and think about, like, that student, when they received those materials, like, that's going to change their week, their month, the rest of their school year, how they go about doing different things. So we were able to change several students' lives and their perspective in this small area, um, even if it didn't directly affect us. 
We loved all of that. I know, well, thank you. <laughs> Yo, this is why we're interviewing you, just so you guys know. Because you play that on loop, <laughs> play that on the radio after every song, you ingrain that in society. Well, thank you. What future plans do you have after OU? So I've kind of been going back and forth uh, of what I want to do. I definitely want to teach music, but um, I actually got to go this past summer uh, be a part of a group that got to go advocate for music education in Washington, D.C. We got to go talk to legislators. Um, it was and it was just so it was so cool. We just got to go in, and got to sit down, and tell them our story of this is how music has changed my life, and this is how it can change other students' lives. Not just as a musician, but I mean having something positive to go about your day and to inspire you to do more. How many people went? Uh, oh shoot, people all over the country went. So from our state, we only had three representatives, but and you were one of them, and I was one of wow, them. That's so. We had some. We had a lot of different students from different states. Some states had even more than others. It just kind of depend on what the funding was like, who wanted to go. Who um, wanted to talk to? I don't remember uh, names specifically because we, we met with so many people. But uh, it was just kind of an overwhelming event of getting to meet with other people from different states too and see how music affects them in their lives and what they do as far as outreach and that kind of thing. But. So getting to be a part of that has sort of made me realize that there's more to it than just teaching in schools, that there's a lot of advocating that needs to be done for music education and for education, for, for the arts, and just for students in general. I don't think that we think about the student perspective enough, but so I've started thinking a little bit more about maybe uh, like lobbying kind of stuff and maybe going into administration or higher up where I'm able to affect the education of more students, if, even if it's not just me personally hands-on giving them of quality music education, but finding other resources and ways for students to access this kind of thing. Um, I was actually, so I'm from Washington DC, I was there yesterday, and so I got to see this whole, um, this March for Life thing, which was just mind-blowing. I, I wish I had gone up into the city, but I remember I came downstairs in my family room yesterday morning, and I saw all this going on in the news, of not just in Washington DC, but in all of these different cities across the country, and this is a really big deal, and it's, I mean, of course there's the issues that it's focusing on, but I think the coolest thing is to see this, this next generation really taking their own and taking it to their own hands of this is what we think is best for us and best for the people around us kind of thing. And we're going to do something about it. Exactly. Yeah, it's just, it's mind-blowing. So I've kind of been inspired lately to, to do more than, I mean, of course, our teachers are so, so important, but I want to take that and, and see what else I can do with it, like do more so I can get back to students and get back to other teachers that maybe don't have that same voice that I might have. That's awesome. Yeah. How do you hang up like, whenever you leave OU, you're not a drum major, mm -hmm. how do you plan on just giving back to the community whenever you're out of OU? Right, well, it breaks my heart to think that I'm not going to be uh, at OU for the rest of my life. I love being in Pride of Oklahoma. It's one of my favorite things. I've been doing marching band. This will be my eighth year in marching band, which seems kind of crazy, but because I did it in high school and this will be my senior year uh, doing marching band. It's one of my favorite things in the world because there's the kind of kids that you get to meet in marching band, it's so unique because there's people from every different background and there's people from small schools, from bigger schools, from schools that had lots of funding and got to go on all these big fancy trips. And then there's some students that went to schools that didn't even have a marching band, they just had a pet band that sat in the stands during football games. Um, but so we can relate. <laughs> but so like coming from like this so hyper focused, like I get to be in the organization to going to being a little bit outside of guiding other students to want to be a part of these things and to inspire other students to um, make this a really big part of their life. Whether it's you, whether it's just you do marching band in high school, then that's it. Being able to inspire students is, I mean, that's why I want to do it. My, my band director changed my life and 
uh, was a big influence on me in high school because your music teacher is the only teacher you have for four years. So they're the ones that you get to know the best and they get to know you the best. Oh, we like hearing about positive teachers. Right. How did he, how did he, how was that? Right. So I think the biggest thing, I mean, every, every high schooler kind of goes through the like moody phase of like trying to figure yourself out. I mean, that's what high school is kind of about. But for me, I think the, he was the one that didn't let me just get by. So if I was having a bad day, some of my other teachers would kind of take it easy on me or say like, oh, like, make sure you're taking time for yourself. But my band director was the one, while he was really caring for me, he also would say like, I understand you have a lot going on, but that's not an excuse. You have to keep pushing through. You have to do what you can to, to be your best version of yourself. So didn't let me just kind of like sit in and hide from what, when it got hard, he wanted me to do the best that I could and be the best version of myself. And a lot of my teachers didn't do that. He just had this, this higher expectation of me uh, at, a, at an age where you don't know what to expect of yourself. He believed in you? Oh yeah, for sure. So it's, and even even to this day, I'll go back whenever I go home, I go visit him and he talks to me about how excited he is about all these different things that I'm getting to do. And I attribute a lot to of what I do back to him. I recently was asked to write an article about what it's like being the, like, the drum major for OU and when I sent it in, they replied and said, hey, this is really great. But 75% of this is about your high school experience. Like, can you talk a little bit more about OU? So I attribute a lot of what I do and like my belief system back to back to him and what he does. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Great teachers. Almost like they should get paid more. Hmm. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so is there any way like listeners can support OU band and all the volunteer stuff you do? Oh goodness, are there ways for them to help out? I mean, honestly, just getting the word out and encouraging people to be a part of this kind of thing. We do a lot of different things on game day, so I think a big thing is just having people come out and hear us play. If if you're ever in a situation like, oh, you know what would be really cool for this event is if we had some band people come out and play some instruments. And we do a lot of different events, and we have to turn a couple down just because we are students first, so we have to make sure that our students aren't failing classes because they're going to awesome different events. But a big thing that they can do is just ask for us to come out and see their students or come to their events. Or we do lots of different things, especially over the summer, to go out and see them but I think the biggest thing is get your students in a music class put an instrument in their hands see if they want to be a part of this because it's it's life-changing I can talk to people that decide to take a semester off from doing marching band or doing music and they immediately are just like this is crazy I can't imagine like life without music is just it's so completely different that's awesome yeah I think we're done right so yeah and this is inspiring we only have one question which is okay. my favorite question okay do you have a favorite quote I do have a favorite quote. This is actually from my high school band director, which is, I just kind of felt like that was going to happen. So my high school band director used to always say, a goal without a plan is a wish, which kind of has stuck with me, especially through college, of wanting to get to a certain place. And it can be something as simple as, oh, I want an A in this class. Like, are you going to do the work to get there? But then there's there's other things. I mean, of course, I aspire to, to do different things after I graduate from, from college. So it's just thinking, well, like, if I want to get there, I have to figure out how to do it. It's not just going to happen for me. I mean... Being the first female drum major didn't just happen for me. I mean, I had to go through a lot of different things in order to get here. Um, my family's from around here, so I kind of do the program a little bit. But I definitely had I had to work really, really hard to get to get to this position. And even now that I'm in the position, I mean, auditioning for it again was so scary because I knew how much I loved it. And I knew how much I wanted to be able to keep doing it. But it wasn't just a matter of me just trying again. I had to really make sure I put in that effort and planned out how I was going to get myself to be where I want to be. Yeah, great answer. Thank great you. Quote. Well, I think we're done, JP. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure being here and getting to, to talk to you guys. Awesome. We appreciate what you do in the community. Thank you so much. Good luck next year. Thank you. Yeah, keep inspiring. You're doing great. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it.
and we're out. Stay positive.